What's going on, fam? This is Pastor G, and I have a question for you. Well, actually, a few questions. Have you ever met somebody that gossips and they know that they gossip? Nah, me either. You know, they just kind of open their mouths and it just flows out before their mind even catches up. It just comes naturally to them. They just they open their mouth and they, they talk about folks. Or ever meet somebody that always has something negative to say about somebody else. You know, what they like is acceptable or permissible. But if it ain't their cup of tea, well, they got a problem with it. Or how about older people who love to dog out today's culture? But forget how their parents felt about things when they were coming up. So, for example, they love Scarface. Oh, man, they're all into Tony Montana. But they trip over the Snowfall series. They talk about the vulgarity in today's lyrics. But forget that they listen to songs like Candy Liquor. Yeah. The reality is that many of us tend to look at, focus on, and dog out other people with no problem while not recognizing that we've got our own stuff going on and that we need to actively and intentionally work on some things in our own lives. Whether you want to believe it or accept it or not, some of us who are listening to this podcast are actually the individuals who gossip, who have negative things to say, And yet, we don't see it. So today, we'll anchor in the book of Matthew for a little while and talk about the topic, I'm Working On Me, coming up next on The Trifling Ones. Gospel of Matthew, chapter 7, verses 4 and 5. How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. So the first thing we're going to talk about today is that our vision may be hindered. Our vision may be hindered. In verse number four, it says all the time there is a plank in our own eye. So when we offer to take the speck out of somebody else's eye, then we're attempting to help them to be able to see properly, you know, in order to have a certain type of perspective. So we're trying to get them to process information a certain way so that they live a certain way. The bottom line is this. We want them to see differently so that they act differently. If they can just see things the way that we do, well, then they're good. See, our sight guides other senses in order to help them react and respond the right way. And so our our eyes transmit information to our brains. What am I talking about? What do I mean? So an example is this. If something is flying towards our face, 
right? Our eyes dictate how we respond to that thing. So our eyes see it and transmits to the brain. And then what do we do in response? Our hands go up, we close our eyes, and we duck our head. Well, Jesus is asking, how can you truly judge someone else's hindered vision? Or if they have an off perspective according to you, if our eyesight or our perspective is misinformed or if it's hindered or if it's off. Think about it. When we judge somebody, it's because we think that they've processed a situation the wrong way and that they've responded or reacted in a way that they should not have. That's what it means when we judge them. We're looking at what they're doing and we're saying, man, they're tripping. But Jesus says that our brother has a speck now, the original word in the Greek for speck is carphus, which means a small piece of straw. So he's saying that they have a small piece of straw in their eye, but we have a beam or a plank in ours. So as we look at the world and as we make decisions about things, as we make judgments about other people, is it possible that our own stuff is hindering our vision and our ability to process things appropriately. Please understand that when we talk about a plank or a beam, we're not just talking about sin. Yes, sin can be in our lives. We could be doing stuff we have no business doing, and that could be the beam or the plank, but it's much bigger than just sin. You know, it could be our own unresolved pain, our own unresolved failures. It could be our own negativity, our own pettiness or even our own fears. All of these unresolved issues can cause us to see things in a certain way. Our vision might be hindered. And when our vision is hindered, when we've got unresolved stuff in our lives, then we act a certain way. What am I talking about? So because you came across a trifling pastor, now all pastors are pimps in the pulpit. At least according to you, because you came across somebody who failed to truly exemplify and live their creed as it relates to the Christian faith. Well, now all Christians are hypocrites because somebody broke into your home and they happened to wear dreads. Well, now every young man with dreads or dreadlocks is a thug. Because you got played by a young lady, now they're all thoughts and you vow that you're never going to get married. You know, since he played with your feelings, now no other man can ever get close to you because you're afraid to be vulnerable. And so now, according to you, all men are dogs. So how does this all translate into the whole, you know, vision being hindered and judging others type stuff? Well, the bottom line is that if you have an issue with a pastor or a particular Christian, well, then you might end up judging folks and you berate those who go to church. Or you may despise young men with dreads. Or you may call a man who treats a woman well a simp because you can't wrap your mind around what it looks like to have a healthy relationship when your vision is hindered. Or you trash a woman who believes in treating a good man well because in your mind you're saying, ain't no man out there that deserves to be treated like this. 
Yeah, we're judging others. And meanwhile, we've got our own issues. We got our own stuff. So our vision may be hindered. But then our second point is our virtue must be healthy. Our virtue must be healthy. In verse five, we're told that we have to deal with our own stuff. Jesus starts off by saying, hypocrite. Bruh, you've got to get that plank, that beam, that a large piece of wood out of your eye before you can even think about addressing the speck in your brothers. You know, we spend a whole lot of time talking about, thinking about, and coming at others. We got an opinion on everything having to do with everybody. We have opinions on haircuts and fashion statements. Um, We talk about how others raised their kids, how one person spoke to another, whether someone should take their boyfriend or the girlfriend back. Like we've got opinions on everything and the judgment, the gossip, the rumors, the mess that we're inundated on a regular basis. Folks treat each other horribly in this world, but I found that there's nothing like that keyboard courage that's going around. People type all kinds of stuff online and they feel like they can treat people however they want because it's in the virtual world. You know, they feel like how they're supposed to treat one another doesn't apply in the virtual world. What God or what Jesus said about how we're supposed to look out for each other, that don't that don't exist online. And so it's like the rules don't apply no more. You know, the things that we accuse people of and the things that we hurl via a, a keyboard, the things that we say and spread, the things we laugh at and berate. You know, the the conclusions that we jump to and the narratives that we spin. My brothers and sisters, it's time to reflect on ourselves. It's time to remove the beam or the plank, the things that distort our vision so that our virtue can be healthy. So we can have a healthy outlook on life. When we remove the plank, then we can see past the stuff that we just might have judged before. We can see somebody who's rough around the edges because they've been hurt. And so they need someone who's gonna show them some love and we don't judge them. We can see that young lady who we just would have called loose or fast or even a hoe. And then we're able to see that maybe she was sexually abused And so she's demonstrating the only type of attention that she knows. We can see that alcoholic who's tormented by a traumatic situation and they're just simply trying to escape. We can see that person who acts a little bit differently from others and we're able to see that they may be on the autism spectrum or maybe they have some type of mental illness. And they just need somebody who walks with them and who tries to understand them. Our virtue must be healthy. So just stop, take a moment, reflect, and focus on oneself. I'm working on me. I can't speak for anybody else, but I have too many areas that require self-assessment. 
I have too much ground to cover in terms of what I need to accomplish. I really need him to create in me a clean heart and to renew in me a right spirit. I don't have time to be using that time to be focused on your speck, your small piece of straw. Our virtue must be healthy. And I'm working on me. Heavenly Father, we come before you today asking that you would be with us so that we're able to truly see ourselves in an accurate light. Show us the areas where we need to make some different decisions for our lives. Show us the habits and the patterns that we engage in that are unhealthy, not only for ourselves, but for those who are around us. Help us to stop minding everyone else's business because there's plenty of business that we've got for ourselves. We're asking right now, Heavenly Father, that we would continue to be shaped in your image, that we would continue to do what you've called us to do. And Lord, we know that we haven't always been what you've desired for us to be. We're sorry. Forgive us. All of this we ask in your son and our savior, Jesus Christ's name. And all of the trifling ones said, amen. Thank you.